Hello, everybody, and welcome to our show. I'm Cyrus, and I'm looking forward to drinking some wine with you this evening. And I'm Brittany, and I'm feeling quite zesty today. Oh, I wish I was feeling zesty. Well, get some. I guess I'm about to. (laughs) So today we're going to be reviewing two wines from Austria. What are we doing? We're reviewing two wines from Austria. Two wines? From Austria. And I got one red wine from Austria. I brought a white wine from Austria. Okay. Cool. Intro. So, Brittany, uh, what wine did you bring to us this week? Yes. So, this is going to be interesting. So, it's Bayer. Bayer? Bauer. 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 It's a Zweigelt. Did I say that right? My German's not great, but that's how I would have said it. Pretty good. And it's from Austria. What year? Who knows? We do not know. <laughs> Actually, we... Couldn't find the year. We couldn't find it online. We couldn't find it on the bottle. We're perplexed at this point. You know, maybe check the bottom of the cap. Hmm? Nothing. Nothing. Oh, well. But it's from Niederösterreich. (laughs) (laughs) You want to go at it? (laughs) Niederösterreich. Yes, I just said that. (laughs) I think you actually probably did one of those times. But it's a red. I've never had a Zweigelt before. Neither have I. Not sure what the heck that is, but uh, I'm excited. Brittany, what's this dongle on top here? Oh my goodness. So you know how you have to decant red wines most of the time? I didn't know that actually. Oops. Well, <laughs> this helps with that process. It really, it just aerates the wine. Decanting it takes like an hour is why. Yes, but it shortens the time. Yes, we're not... Sp- like we didn't have the time to decant it. Nope. And th- we don't. E- I don't even know if this thing works to decant faster. I don't know. But, but it's people fancy. said that it did, so we got one. Brittany, do you want to describe the bottle? And oh, what's the alcohol percentage as well? Oh yes, the alcohol percentage is twelve percent. Okay. Which is kind of low for a red, in my opinion. Yeah, I guess. I guess I would agree. Okay. But yes, so the bottle it has this weird squiggly purple stuff on it. But <laughs> that's actually a very accurate description. It, it is probably uh, meant to be grapevines or something, but it's like an eggshell white label with black lettering and squiggly purple stuff on it. Five hours later. Nicely done. <laughs> Thank you. I practiced. That, that thing stresses me out because I don't know if like wine's going to leak out the I side of it or like something. I feel like it's just going to pop right off. But it never does. Nope. So you just got to trust it. Trust the process. Guess so. Well, um, what do you think about the, the looks? It is incredibly purple. Yeah, this looks like grape juice you would get from you know it middle does. school. It does look like grape juice, essentially. It does have those uh, red tints to it, but... It's just incredibly purple. So when because we aerated it, we we added those bubbles there. I think hopefully that has sped up the decanting process. One of the reasons we tried to decant this wine in particular is because Zweigelt apparently get is a little bitter on the aftertaste. 
um, without decanting. So you're kind of, we're letting off some of those bitter flavors, hopefully, by giving it time. Of course, I we didn't so. have time to give it, so instead we just used the aerator. We're a little lazy. <laughs> just press for time. So, yes. Um, <laughs> That's a good way to put let's, it. Let's smell this. Let's get in here. Let's do it. Very little fruit characteristics. It's like, it, even very little smell, it's like very faint. But um, what is there is, I don't know. Well, you disagree with me? You're making faces. I just think my nose hasn't been working lately because I'm just imagining a, a bad smell. Like diaper. Diaper is what I smell. What the hell? I don't, I don't know. I smell diaper. That weird powdery baby clothy diaper smell. And I'm not getting any fruit. Like you said, there's no fruit. I'm not getting any twiggy smells. It's just this weird, strange smell that I just feel I've never had hmm. with wine at all. You you hate this wine already, apparently. No, we haven't tasted it yet. And it doesn't necessarily mean that the taste is going to be the same as the smell. So there's hope. I just don't get that. I don't know. I don't get that much of a smell. Like I, I get like I don't get a lot of a smell, but yeah. the smell that I get, mm. it's diaper. Well, let's uh, <laughs> let's taste it. Okay, it doesn't taste like diaper. How would you know what that tastes like? <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty light. It's not too sweet. Um, I get. I guess the number one fruit I would get is raspberry, or like red. Yeah, red berries. Strawberry, raspberry. I'm getting cranberry. Cranberry too. Yep, for sure. It is a little bitter, but it I'm. It's not super bitter. Yep, I agree. It's tart. It's yep. cranberry e, maybe a little twiggy. But it's just straight cranberry juice almost. Yeah, it is super light, and, um, you know, this would be a great sangria wine. Actually, actually, yes. Um, because of all those berry, you know, flavors. Berry components. Yep, for sure. That would be great. Yeah. It, it, that would be great. <laughs> it's not too nuanced, I guess I would say. It's not like, um, you know, it's a pretty short wine. Yes. Finishes on the palate quickly. Not super whole. It is very, it's, it's thinner. It's not whole, bo whole bodied. But it's fine. It's pretty good. It's just, it's juicy. So, Brittany, what should our listeners know about Austrian wine? So Austrian wine, they are very famous for Gruner Vettlingers, uh, which translates to green Vettlinger. What's a Vettlinger? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, but it's very famous for their white wines. It's, it's a white wine. Uh, they tend to have a lot of acidity. Uh, other types of wines that they have, they have spicier qualities. This one doesn't really have a spicy yeah, quality to it. Yeah, I didn't detect that here. Um, and a lot of their wines are also just super unique, very super unique tastes, which the diaper is very unique. So moving south, there's warmer climate. It's in the lake region area. They have higher quality reds. And then we have Steiermark. Am I saying that right? Uh, let me see how it's spelled. Yeah, Steiermark. Steiermark. They have cooler climates, which bring, you know, dry, aromatic wines, also with some spice in the whites. Cool. 
yeah, so it's it's a pretty cool region. That word was chosen specifically. It's a cooler wine region than a lot of other European wines. <laughs> so yeah, pretty sweet, pretty cool. Well, um, any other impressions of this wine that you wanted to impart? What about compared to last week's red? Yeah, it's. I think last week I I like that red better than this one. Mm. And we didn't like that one too much either. So yeah, this one you must not like too much. Uh, yeah, it's really light. It's just cranberry juice. Yeah, it's almost. really light. Yeah. It is very light. It's it's not super bold. And last week was just bolder. Yeah, it's funny. I didn't really like last week's wine too much, but I think I like this even less. So, um, yeah, it's fine. Here's the thing. We sound so negative, but... We're nitpicking because we obviously, obviously get great wine. Wine is wine. It's good. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, um, we'll be right back with our second wine after this. Diaper. Diaper. Diapers. The diaper. 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 It's just diaper. What does this do again? It's diaper. Like, hopefully a clean <laughs> one. <laughs> it's diaper. That's Lower Australia, and it's one of the largest regions. Failure. Welcome back, everybody. So, Cyrus, what have you chosen for wine this week? For my bottle, I have a 2020 Gruner Veltliner. We did talk about this in the previous section. And um, it's from the Kamptal region uh, of Austria. It uh, is a very tall, slim bottle with uh, the a little S on the front for the Steininger brand. And other than that, it's um, just a white label. It's super basic. Um, and it comes in at 12.5% alcohol. So uh, I'm pretty excited to try it. I know that it's like I'm the excited. headliner for the country. And yes. um, definitely had to have one in this episode, so... I think it's going to be great. I'll pour us some glasses. Please do. Hefty pour. All right. Well, first impressions, cut color compared to some of the other wines we've seen this season. Very crisp, white looking, just clear, super clear, small yellow tinge to it, but not a ton in the tiniest, tiniest little bubble. Yeah. Just tiny, tiny, I, I very much like the white, from last week. Yes. And a little, maybe a little more color, as I recall. Um, yeah, but still very light. It's not going to be like that weedy Chardonnay color. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, let's uh, let's smell it. Okay. That is aromatic. It smells super candy-y. It's, it smells sweet like candy, for sure. Yeah, and floral, too. Um, again, with, you know, like a bouquet of flowers. Yeah, just super aromatic. It's very pleasant smelling. Yeah, that smells really nice. Rather than the last one. There's a little green quality. I don't know. I don't get that so much. Mm. It's just very bright for me. It's I'm not getting exactly a lot of fruit, just more floral. Yeah, I would agree. Yeah. All right, well, let's get in and taste it. Can't we? Yeah, you feel the little bubbles on your tongue. Mm-hmm. And it's pretty acidic, but it it's almost but it has some apple, um, kind of stewed apple that 
lets me think like it's reminiscent of kind of a Chardonnay you might have had, but then the kind of nuance, the the floral part kicks in. Yeah, like Prince. Chardonnay, you think buttery, right? And this is not buttery. It's not buttery or oaky. It's more bright floral, appley, stewed apple. I do get that as well. Yeah, but yeah, the 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 brightness of the acidity and there's a little minerality, but it's not crazy. I don't get the green that I was smelling. But it's very pleasant. It's almost like a celebratory. I would wine. agree that this, yeah, this reminds me of something I would put in a flute. I would like this better than champagne. Yeah, it's good. I, but I, I haven't this, had real, real champagne. So. Never found the time or the budget to spring for nice champagne, but. Maybe soon. Yeah, we'll, we'll, uh, we'll save up. Tell us if you want it. We want the feedback. Yes, please. Comment. But it's very good. I, I really like this one. This one might be one of my faves. I think it's under Chardonnay. Hmm. Last week's white, I don't like as much as this one. Yeah, I agree. This I think this is definitely my favorite this season. Okay. Even better, even though I typically like Chardonnays better, I think this is my favorite now. Just maybe it's recency bias, but this one just is is very well made and it's like well balanced it has the acidity it has the floral notes it's got the fruit some sweetness and then like the little bubbles are nice it's like makes it feel elegant we fancy yeah and and, and that chardonnay was really good but um as i recall it wasn't my favorite and i probably it wasn't my favorite chardonnay that i've had I would agree because it doesn't have that. It didn't have that oakiness that we wanted. Yeah, and and it also just it was a little sweet and a little too fruit forward. It was a little different. Yeah, whereas I think this is more balanced and there is sweetness, but it's balanced better. So um, I, I think would this agree is with the you. better made wine, and I would rate this higher. Yeah. So Cyrus, tell us a little bit more about Austria. Right. So one cool fact that I found is that Austria is kind of on almost on the same parallel as Maine um, and as like northern France. I always kind of pictured Austria as being farther south than France. And it, it did. France is a big country, but it's like almost parallel with northern France and therefore parallel with us here in Maine, which is kind of cool. That's nuts. So it does mean that like the more uh acidic versions of these in the colder climates kind of makes sense right like you can if you think of northern french wines you have really acidic whites and, and it's the same thing here austria has some of the most rigorous quality standards of any wine region in the world um so you you almost can't go wrong with wines there like if you pick something from austria it's going to probably be pretty good because their standards are so high um and this is because I guess like 50 years ago, there was a scandal with a bunch of Austrian companies putting like fake additives in their wines to make them taste better and ended up poisoning some people because the additives were like bad. Yeah, it was like no good. So they've, you know, basically as an overreaction, the industry there like started rigorously, um, you know, making sure that the quality control was really good. And that means that the, the wines are like of a really high base quality. So that's kind of a cool uh, fact that I found. Poison. <laughs> anyway. Uh, right. Yeah, no, I mean, it wasn't a poison. It was a wine additive, but it ended up poisoning some people. That's nuts. Yeah. It's cool. To think that would happen. Yeah. Um, one thing that I, uh, I also wanted to point out was that a lot of the wines 
from Austria are pretty light and like the, you know, like you mentioned, white wines are maybe their most famous, mm -hmm. but they do have some richer reds that are starting to be produced there. Um, one that's a cool name that I just like, we saw it in the store is Blaufrankisch. Blaufrankisch. <laughs> and uh, this is like a richer red um, that you can find in those southern parts of the country that Brittany mentioned. So um, something to look out for if you're looking for a richer red and you wanted to try Austria. Yeah, and that, that sounds wonderful. That might be more on up your alley. A little bit. It sounds so. delicious. So next time. Well, uh, <laughs> overall impressions here, uh, Austria. I think I, I like the white a lot better. I think the whites just give me that nice celebratory feeling from what we have here today. Yeah. Other than that, I'm kind of disappointed by the red, but not entirely. It's okay. I actually, it's kind of what I expected just based on our research. Based on the, our information. And it, you know, it's a, like a light style of red. They're particularly That's, choosing a style of red that we don't particularly like. I guess so. That that we haven't even tried yet. And so there might be other ones that, others Weigelt ones that we might like better. Right. But even, I guess the point is that like it's a style that we don't like, but that doesn't mean that it's poorly made. It, right? Exactly. I, I think you're right on that. But yeah, what are your impressions? Yeah, um, I agree with you. I like the white. Uh, it's really, really good. Um, I just went over singing all its praises. I think that the red was, as we were just talking about, made in a style that we don't really like, um, but was what it was a well-made wine. It was of high quality. Yes. Um, I'm sorry for what I said. <laughs> <laughs> so it'll be interesting um, as we kind of go on in our, our wine um, exploration to kind of see what other wines are out there so far it's been really fun so it's been great it's sort of like traveling without leaving our house yeah really cool all right uh Brittany, it's been wonderful drinking wine with you i'm looking forward to doing this some more <gasps> me too <laughs> all righty everybody till next time toodaloo bye now <laughs>